Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Ready, go. I'm pleased to tell you today we have a... uh very special guest on our podcast. A titan, you might say, of the internet. A man so illustrious and grand he can't be contained mm, to one podcast. No, Several. No, got me. Got me. The, got me. The man, the myth. We didn't get Mike Delizio. We got <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Who? We got uh, Dan. Oh, Hughes. Man. Mike was unavailable. Who, so who's this? Dan Hughes, the British one. Dan who? Hughes with an E. Hughes. You mean the like bloody hell fish and chips? That guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Good thing he can't hear us right now. <laughs> I can't understand okay. you with your thick accents. I don't know about here. That well, we're pleased to have with us Sir Dan Hughes of the Sporadically Bored Podcast. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm pleased to be here. As you know, I'm a big fan. Um, oh, I, I, okay. Yeah. Well, you know I'm a big fan. Wait, I've been, wait, I've been wait, tooting wait. your horn. I've been doing nothing but toot your horn for, for, the, for the past and I appreciate month that and a half, much. I'd say. Well, probably two I months. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. I meant to do this for you. And here's Dan Hughes. Oh, you see. You've got a soundboard. You've yeah. got a soundboard. No, well, no, no, that was just. That it's was just YouTube. <laughs> That was that. just Enrique clapping a lot. <laughs> I don't think our fans know who Dan Hughes is. Do they? Th- do they? They know Dan. Uh, it feels that was a terrible. I think most of our fans came from the sporadically bored, well, so that's fair. <laughs> well, Dan Hughes is the other half, the better half of the sporadically bored podcast. Yeah. He also has another side gig called Order from Chaos, which is a podcast where he writes uh, things. Random things and things. gives like tea bags and and crockery and says this one's better than that. Yeah, it's it sounds so thrilling when you explain it as well. <laughs> well, it you, you have to listen to it to believe it. And then he has it, a Twinkies wrapper, my big toenail, or a pair of glasses. A pair? What kind of glasses? Mm, sunglasses. I'll take sunglasses. Mm, I don't Over like sunglasses. What? You see, uh, sunglasses. <laughs> you number don't wear one. sunglasses. No, I, I wear proper glasses. You don't need them in England, do you? Exactly. It's all fog. <laughs> It's all fog here. I've got to go strap fog lights to the side of my glasses. That's 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 all we do. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So you have order from chaos. What's the Spotify one? Oh, that. that um, um, he don't. Even, he don't uh, even know. Midnight Movie Music Club. No one listens to that oh, one. Don't, don't yes, I haven't heard that one either. I, I mean, listened to the first episode. It's. I like. It's very interesting the way you have that set up. Uh, that's why I wanted to do it. It's an interesting concept. The execution of it isn't particularly interesting, but, but I don't think any other podcasts are doing it. Um, so, so I think it's interesting. It's it's interspersed with the Spotify playlist, so you listen to so a, what are your, a playlist what are your rather numbers than a on that podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it means you can put music in it. They're in the twos. What are your download numbers on that? Dan? Fifteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see two from Texas? <laughs> Fifty no, uh, sp- no, sp- fifteen actually. About thirty people listen to that one. But that's all right. I don't care. It, it's all for the joy. It's the joy of creation, Gabby. As, as you know, I mean, yes. if, you, if you already did podcasts because people listen to them, you'd not do this one, would you guys? No, so, no, so it's no. fine. It would have been over long ago. Yeah, you'd have finished a long time ago. Fortunately, me and Jerry just like talking to each other. Well, it's a good job you two like talking to each other because I can't see any <laughs> other people in your personal lives putting up oh, with wait. it. To be honest. I did. We did forget one other person. Oh yes, Enrique. Enrique, hello say there. hello. 
Hello, hello. Oh, hello. Okay. That, 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 that is somebody I am starstruck to meet. Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Enrique is. Uh, uh, he's like Bigfoot. I'm the wild card. He the is. He's, he's 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 like Bigfoot and the uh, and the, you know the Jersey Devil all rolled into one. He's elusive. <laughs> and, and and we're happy to announce our newest segment here on the board game stops here in a few minutes, where Enrique will just interview Dan. Oh, for an, and I will, uh, I will try my best. It's it's basically. Have you ever watched In Between Two Ferns? <laughs> it's essentially that. So, uh, Enrique, be getting your questions now. You have to write out yeah, questions. I know, I you know. just, you it's, just, you've, you've I'm made not, some weird symbols on a piece of paper that mean nothing. I, I was making sure that this pen worked. Oh, okay. He okay. mostly does hieroglyphics. <laughs> he just has a smiley face and a picture of a cat. And sometimes I'm making. That's how the youth communicate: sometimes. smiley faces and emojis. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's his language. Don't don't put him down. His first question is smiley face emoticon, <laughs> poop emoji, poop emoji. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. We're yeah. back in Egyptian, Egyptian times. Yeah. You feel free to cut his mic at any time. Oh, we're not yeah, ready okay. for that segment right. yet. Okay, yeah. He's got to work it up. He's looking up questions. All right, so do your thing, speak. Jerry. Do your thing. What is my thing? Oh, ask questions, interview no, our you guests. you're going to like talk, say something about Sir Dan Hughes. Oh, I like Sir Dan Hughes. I, I also enjoy well, his... I would uh, hope so. We're interviewing him. <laughs> his, uh, is this an his, interview? Uh, we're not. No, no, not yet. Not. You're not. Oh, I see. I see. I, I thought. I thought it didn't feel much like one. To be honest, the hard yeah. questions are coming. Oh, no, they're worry. coming. Dan got famous really in the board game realm because of his daughter Cora and Very their true. videos that are on the Dice Tower Network. So most people remember. Dan and Cora, and Dan being the the little old man, you know, harassing his daughter to, uh-huh. to like board games, po- which is where exploiting my daughter for internet likes. That's uh, right, oh, yeah. which is much how we do Enrique. Yes, I'm, I am. I used to be against exploitation, but uh, you know, it's worked for us. But we need them clicks. We need them clicks. <laughs> and there's nothing quite like having somebody who's likable and gullible that you can take advantage of. Yes. Exactly. Hashtag uh, corporate. And the same kind of thing goes with uh, with Spreadingly Board as well. That's that that was the the reason I got Mike on board as well. So that that was good. <laughs> that was one of my questions I had for you: is how did you meet Mike Delisio? Um, well, I originally invited him to be um, a uh, guest contributor on the um, This Game Is Broken podcast, where he did a, a guest round. And then we just kind of got chatting after that. And then I met him at Dice Tower Con when I went to Dice Tower Con. And we got on. So that's how I met him. Just same as everybody, really. I pestered them to do stuff for me. And that worked out well for you, because now, Dan, you are now living in the shadows of Mike Delisio. Tell me about it. I'm living in the shadows of Mike Delisio, and now I'm living in the shadows of Matthew Jude, who's my other friend, my internet board gaming friend, and and now he's on Watch It Played. So I'm I'm basically Mr. Nobody, whereas before I was the top of the alpha dog. You, oh, you are really the Harvey Weinstein of board game media people. You just everybody that you're around just is launched into yeah. uh, into stardom. You may Could have you to use me? That was a slightly different example than Harvey Weinstein. Do not refer to anyone as Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> well, not that way. Well, yeah, Why do you the, have to go that way? Plenty of other people you could have well, used. Lots of other movie studio producers Name you could have mentioned. You're the Dick Jerry Wolf. Bruckheimer. You're the Dick Wolf. Executive producer Dick Wolf. Of Richard board Wolf. Game. Richard Wolf. I like Richard Simpson, but ri- yeah, uh, yeah, uh, board game podcasting. And yeah. and Mike Delisio has quickly become Dan's always the bride, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's That's true. Right. It's true. <laughs> Mike has become famous quickly. So, have you have, have y'all's numbers gone up since Mike's gone on the dice tower? 
Um, yes, but only slightly. Oh, really? Um, yeah, only only very I slightly. I think that'd be a big old bar. Well, he refuses to mention it on the on on the dance floor. <laughs> he's he's ashamed of it. Is what he is. Tom's, Tom's got him under his big thumb. That's what it is. Yeah, he has. He has. Well, quite he, frankly, the the people who listen to the Dice Tower. I mean, that's kind of the general population of board game listeners. Yes. Where sporadically bored tends to be the, the crowd that's a little more not senile, but they they've been in the board game they've been in the board game hobby longer. Uh, they don't want to hear just about board games. They enjoy the personality, and I think that's where they come. It's, well, that's why it's, it's that's probably why a good I job they don't enjoy listening to board, when about Dan was, board games. When Dan was on the Daily Chat just this last time, I was like, yeah, I can imagine the listeners on Dice Tower are like, I want to check out this sporadically board. They go there and they talk about wet bread for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Z Garcia was doing that. Z Garcia oh, started that. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no we, we, we saw a slight improvement in numbers, about... I'd say about three hundred more downloads, which that's not slight. Actually, that's a that's a vast that's that, Yeah, wow, that, that's, you've doubled us. <laughs> that's well, the North Coast of working listeners. <laughs> well, it didn't double us, but it, but it, it added about. We're not that. We don't get that many downloads. It, it added about twenty five percent to to uh, to our downloads. That's very nice. Say. But I but I did want to say with sincerity, I we we do you you have been touting us from before we really even knew who you were. Yeah, well, that's fine. You, had, you were talking about board game snobs, and I I was messaging Kellen randomly, yeah. like on Instagram or something, and he's like, Dan Hughes mentions you. And I was like, who? That time it was a sincere who. <laughs> but I but I, I remember, I had listened to This Is Broken a few times, and uh, but I did not know you had started sporadically bored with Mike. Yeah, no but one yeah. does. Yeah, it's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they never yeah. mention it. Not that that's a sore point at all. You've got, but, a, you good, you've got a good bit growing. You got a, a big Facebook group. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. And, nominated and for you're... the Golden Geeks. Did you guys get yeah. nominated for the Golden no, Geeks? No, we did not. We're losing you, Dan. We're losing <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, if, if only, if only, you know, we, we grew by. I bet we got like three nominations. And two of those were mine. <laughs> we, I nominated you. That was me. Well, see, there oh, you yeah, go. Dan, yeah, all the most innovative game, game, mind you, but still, <laughs> I nominated you. Yeah, I was like voting for Sporadically Bored and Board Game Barrage. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. Jerry's like, what about us? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> we're really not there yet. But we, yes, we've got tens of listeners since Dan has recommended us. Thanks, Harvey. We've been doing great. <laughs> We've been doing great. And I'm, I wouldn't have agreed to this if I I'm don't, sorry. Don't make that correlation again. <laughs> All right, I'm good. That correlation's done with. I have other questions I was going to... Now, I, 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 I didn't get to prep uh, Dan for any of these questions, so I don't know where to take this. Dan, you're from Yorkshire, right? I am from Yorkshire, yes. Like the Yorkies. How close is that to... Is that where the dogs come from? Yes, yeah, Yorkshire, Yorkshire Terriers. Terrier, yeah. In fact, uh, the Yorkshire Terrier is the symbol of our town and the mascot of our... Um, our football club. Uh, you, uh, well, now football, they mean soccer. But <laughs> uh, soccer. So, like your 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 uh, football team or football team? Do they bite people's ankles? You don't say football in England. Um, football. I, I don't know. It might it might improve how well they played. So it'd probably be a good idea. So what is the team called? Um, well, Huddersfield Town. The, We're not very Huddersfield Terriers. In fact, in fact, that's one thing about British football football teams is there's no imagination going on there but i've always in fact i'm wearing an american football team t-shirt now. i see this uh, the that's american yeah stoughton vikings it, it's the minnesota emblem but that's i see stoughton stoughton it's, it's in wisconsin um oh yeah that's a soccer team 
I don't have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not like somebody. You're, wearing, like, you're wearing a shirt to a team. You don't know what they is are. It a I real like football the emblemism. Team? I, I love the I love the pageantry of American football teams and baseball and the the emblem. Ours are just called Huddersfield Town Cricket Club, Huddersfield Town Rugby. Actually, it's Huddersfield Town Giants. So that's that's fine. But but no, no. I like I like all the symbolism. I'm, I'm a big fan of American sports teams. I can't stand the sports, but I like the, the emblems. I was about to say now, cricket is a game I would know nothing about. They well, throw a little rubber ball. It's not rubber. It's hard. It's hard, baby. It's like hard. a hockey puck. It's it's solid and it hurts and it hurts when you catch it. And I don't like that game. It hurts. We don't have those gloves like you do. We bare hands at school. It was a nightmare, a living nightmare. My 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 childhood days were in PE. Was just <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan, I don't want you talking about catching hard so. balls with your hands. <laughs> Where this is now, I'm sporadically bored. You might be able to get away with things like that. I've listened to your podcast. The fact that y'all are on the Dice Tower Network just shocks me sometimes. Just the, the, the. Not for long. Oh, I'm really, I'm really hoping that they make room for us on the network. But if I think we just need to, I don't know how we just need to on the network. Up your levels of filth, and then you'll get straight on. Apparently, apparently, Enrique, if Enrique would stop taking his medicine and his Tourette set in, I think gold. He Gold, will start Enrique. cussing a blue streak. Yeah, uh, keep yeah. looking up questions, Enrique. Um, so, how close? This is all I know of England. How close are you? This I have, I have this written down. Let me check my notes. How close are you to Sherwood Forest? <laughs> well, Sherwood Forest is well. That's interesting because well, Sherwood Forest. First, for start. We're about an hour away from Sherwood Forest, but Sherwood uh, Forest. You're it, laughing. <laughs> it's an hour Everything's away from about, Robin Hood. Maybe an hour and a half. Um, Sherwood Forest is incredibly disappointing when you get there. Just to, just to, just, it's like a, a wood. It's not <laughs> magic. It's not magic and wonder. It's not magic and wonder. No, no. It, it's, 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 it's got major oak in it, which is meant to be an oak tree that was around during the time of Robin Hood, who didn't exist uh-huh. anyway. Major which is oak. a really big oak wait, tree. Wait, other than who? that, it's, it's very disappointing. He did not exist. Hmm? No, no, Robin Hood didn't exist. He's a fairy tale. I thought he was based on like real stuff. No, he's based uh, on Kevin Costner. It's based on Kevin Costner. Yeah, he only started. Kevin Costner was the person who started the uh, the whole myth. It's it's it, it's only roughly twenty years old. Is the Robin Hood story? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm surprised. You I'm learn something every. Uh, Robin Hood so, is oh, meant to be buried in Huddersfield, though. Really? Because his, his sister was a nun. At, okay, uh, a, so a is prior. he real or not? How is how it's is someone story, buried Gabby. that's not real? It's a story. The it's story. A story. I think the, you're the burying the lead. Hmm? Oh, well, well, fine. <laughs> be that way. Just because your country has no myths and legends, don't stand. We do too. We have plenty well, of myths and legends. Y'all have you Robin Hood and Jack Sammy the Davis Ripper. Jr. What? what else do you have? <laughs> I said you have Robin Hood and Jack the Ripper. What else do you have? He's not a legend. It's King Arthur. Oh, we got oh, King Arthur. So, oh, yeah, but he might have been real. Yeah, possibly. I don't think. Does Merlin America was. have any legends? Yes, LeBron. And uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Prince. Oh, no, we do have a uh, uh, Pecos Prince. Bill. Pecos Bill, he lassoed a tornado. You ever heard of Pecos Bill? No, I don't he think lassoed, he ca- lassoed a tornado. He well, lassoed a tornado and rode it like a horse. Well, that doesn't sound very realistic. <laughs> do y'all have tornadoes in Huntersville? It may have been a sharknado. Do y'all have, do they have tornadoes over there? No, not really. Have you ever seen a tornado? They they go down the other side of the road on, in England. Yeah. They go on the, oh, on the right side. Yeah, go on the other side. <laughs> I see. I see. That's not funny. Um, let's see. Y'all have no trailer houses. That's why you don't have any. Some <laughs> homes. You'd have a good tornado. We do. We have, we have trailer parks. We have trailer parks. You do? Yeah. Yeah. My they're, people. They're not, <laughs> well, they're usually not they're all... full of retired people. 
who have downsized. Oh. Uh, our trailer houses here are filled with, uh, I gotta be careful here, pharmaceutical enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah. and they scratch their faces all the time. Yes, and they all seem to be, uh, yeah, they, they're all very... Aspiring amateur chemists. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and highly religious. So the town, it's like Methlehem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a free one for you, Dan. Let me check that off. Let me check that off. Methlehem. Methlehem. That was a good one. Uh, no, I actually have I have some actually hard hitting questions for Dan. Okay, um, serious stuff to, to shift gears here, Gabby. While you go ahead and figure out. No, I'm next. writing down Methlehem. Okay, that would be my <laughs> so, that's my so Dan, I was listening to some previous podcasts of yours, and I can't remember which one it was that you were talking with somebody uh, mentioning about you coming out of some dark times and depression and so forth. Yes, and just various things of, of that nature. Well, you are getting I serious. I am getting dark. We I, don't do that here. I do it all the time. No. You just edit it out. <laughs> it's because most of the things you say are terrible. Uh, they are. Well, get ready. Get ready to start marking this. Uh, I'm getting rid of a hang-up button right now. Okay. So I myself, in, in thinking of that, reflected upon what got me back into modern board gaming was pretty much that it was around the death of my father and was going through a rather large bout of depression which got me into solo gaming which got me into eventually you know board game the more mainstream modern board gaming then eventually meeting Gobby do you think that board game the light of his life yes very Ah, much so this question go on yes (laughs) the uh do you think board gaming uh also from your standpoint as your of your employment you being a, a a psych nurse Yep. Uh, do you think board gaming is something that's effective for people who suffer from depression? Do you think it's something that uh, assists with them? Assist? I think it, I think it can be. I think uh, I've, I've recorded an entire podcast. If anyone's really interested in my views on this, I've recorded an entire podcast with the on the Meeple's Overboard podcast about um, mental health and board gaming. But I think it can be. I think what does help with depression is anything meaningful. So if you find meaning in board games... If you find some spark of joy in board games, then then yes, it certainly can be. If you're like my sister, for example, and hates playing board games, then no, it won't be. Um, similarly to running, although running is even better because it's physical exercise, which does help. But any kind of hobby, macrame, um, you know, sewing, what, whatever. I think the way to one of the ways to help yourself bring yourself out of depression. Usually, a, a, we're talking a mild depression here, not really serious depression. You can't. It's very difficult to bring yourself out of a serious depression. But um, it's by engaging with things that take distract, that take your mind off things, that, that allow you to, to find meaning in things other than, than, than you know the, the, the feelings you're having. So, yes, I think it can be, but I'm very hesitant to say it's a, a panacea for all depression because it works for some people. I, I, I think that there's something to be said about certain types of board games when you play them, obviously they activate those centers of your brain, that, mm-hmm. that dopamine serotonin thing that gets firing and some do it more than others. And I have found in myself that there are some games that I, I just know when I play them, I feel almost elated is that right, for whatever okay. reason they're making me, there's something that there's something about them. The thought process you have to use, the satisfaction, it, it, it is. It's something meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I was just giving that a lot of thought in connection with that. I think not only the mechanisms and how they interact with you personally, your thought patterns and, and how they distract you, but also just the artwork 
itself and having something tangible. You know, board games are very tactile. It's not like you're looking at a computer screen. Mm-hmm. And although I was reading a very interesting article, um, this professor was discussing how video games, a lot of some of the very popular video games the past 10 years have been designed. Uh, the des- Many of the designers that worked on them were people who were on the spectrum. Right. That had ASD or, you know, Asperger's and things of that nature. And how those games tend to be very attractive to those who'd have spectrum disorders. Okay. Uh, it, it, it centers around that they, they knew exactly what the design that would be calming to the nerves and yet very, uh, very calming and very soothing to these people as well. And I just think that that must be the case in a lot of ways with these games because there are certain designers that no matter how different their game is from each design, I find that I enjoy their games immensely so. I, I think personally, I think of Martin Wallace. Yeah. Like pretty much anything Martin Wallace makes, even his light games, I find a measure of... Of, of serenity like, in it. Yes, this is it. Like this, this me for some reason, whatever he is putting out there, he he is designing games. He's on your ser- wavelength. He's on my wavelength. Whatever his games are are about, no I matter f- what the theme, I they seem find to connect. What helps with me. me is denial and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and that's working just fine. Oh, it's yeah, look it's, at me. Yes, yes, it's great. Well, board gaming can be very much like a sense of mindfulness. You know, you you're present in that moment, and 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 your your focus is on that moment, and and not wandering all over the place into your anxieties or your your your, your negative thoughts and things like that. So yeah, it's great. Uh, well, since you brought all this up, yeah. Uh, uh, we, you know, you snuck into our Facebook group and we asked the question that they any. I, I didn't read them. I'm not. Oh, I'm not good, engaging with your good, audience. Good. Just, yeah. Bunch of scoundrels, <laughs> Christopher, yeah. and oh, many well, of them from Iceland. I don't oh. know how you feel about people from Iceland. Oh, yeah. interesting. Christopher, I think Iceland. Or? Iceland, I object to because it's a fake country. It likes to present itself as big on the map, but when you look at it in reality on a globe, it's tiny. It's disgraceful. <laughs> It's just pretend. It's an but illusion. They're, they're, Iceland they're is Ill- an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Christopher and Valdir. We have like, we look at Iceland on our downloads, and we've got quite a few. We are the second rated. We are we are the second most popular board game podcast in Iceland. <laughs> you can and probably you can uh, probably find those stats out. You know, if you if you I did. Went, oh, did you? I did. But, I actually went and found out that we are the second most popular board game podcast, or that 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 oh, category. I you were joking? No, we are the second most popular board game podcast in Iceland, seconded to none other than Critical Role. Well, that's because I told Christopher and Valdi to download us, delete us, download us again. And they, they're, they're doing it. <laughs> They're 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 rating our downloads. Uh, but uh, I was going to say Christopher Blay Blaze or Bly B L A I S. How would you pronounce that? Blythe. Blythe. Captain Blythe. Captain Blythe. He said you've talked about the use of madness in board games and how this term is problematic for you being a healthcare professional. It seems Cthulhu is more popular than ever in the sure volume of games with some of mention of insanity or madness is growing. How might designers and publishers approach this differently? I don't know. We're getting deep and heavy now. I'm here. I'm drinking drinking beer thinking, oh, I'm going to get all hyped up for the the board game snobs podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to be talking about Sean Connery and things like that when Richard did when he was on. And and now I'm... Let's discuss your depression, Dan. Yeah, yeah. your depression and and, <laughs> and how board game designers are, are failing oh. the uh, the men- mental health community. Great. 
Okay. <laughs> um, or answer it. Fix it. We need it to be fixed. <laughs> I, I, I have a big problem with the way madness... Uh, in, in inverted commas, mental illness is, is being treated within board gaming, mainly because no one is acknowledging it as um, a minority group, people with mental Ill- illnesses as a minority group, and it's an incredibly powerless minority group, and it seems to be completely acceptable for people to have great fun pretending to have schizophrenia, fantastic fun pretending to have manic depression, whereas if you if you have ever known people with schizophrenia manic depression, which you probably have because it is so prevalent within society then then this isn't great fun it's, it, you know, by I don't like the, the, the carnival freak show nature of Cthulhu games and, and the way they use madness, and it's, it's a product of its time, you know, HP Lovecraft but we've managed to to move away from some of the other extremely problematic views HP Lovecraft had, and so I just wish, I just wish that 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 mental illness was was even acknowledged as something uh, to, to 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 be to be considered. We, you know, I'm not I'm not saying people shouldn't use it. I'm not I'm not saying people shouldn't talk about it. I'm, I'm not saying people shouldn't play games with with mental illness depicted on it. It's completely up to you. But at least recognize that it might be a problem because all the people who are talking about colonialism within gaming without about race within gaming without sexism within gaming nobody's talking about the predict the, the portrayal of, of mental illness and and you know you still get games set in asylums with people in you yeah. know straight jackets and things like that and it's just not right that these people we stigmatize mental illness so much and this is not just depression and anxiety because everyone's always always on about you know we must destigmatize depression and anxiety and i agree we must um, and people need to be able to feel comfortable with it and, and talk about it it's why i talk about it but the more serious illnesses like schizophrenia like manic depression like like dementia like like all sorts of really disabling things that can absolutely wreck your life especially if it's left untreated or or it's, it's a, a difficult to treat problem um, then it, it's fine to point and laugh at those people, and I don't like it. So there you go. Very nice. Yeah. Now, now let, let's next discuss religion. <laughs> let's move on. Move on. Or just, or just. Okay, but for our next point, I just yes. wanted to say, did you know every C, the letter C, C yep. I'm writing down Pacific, C, yep. Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently? I knew that. Mind blown. That oh. is... That is incredible. Pacific Ocean. How can anyone learn the English language? Well, it helps if you're born uh, in in a country where where they speak the English language. That makes it a lot easier for us. Besides that, besides that, besides that, I don't know. I I can't learn any languages. This is a piss. Three pronunciations of one letter. You remember Frank Ocean? That's ridiculous. You remember Frank Ocean? Redonkulous, another pronunciation of ridiculous. <laughs> ocean makes me think of Ocean 12. Which Not is like Ocean's 11. Of... That's interesting. I go to Ocean's 8 remember. with Sandra Bullock. I, miss, Sandy I, just, B. I always go to the biggest number, I round up. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, I don't have to break this to you, but there's bigger numbers than 12. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. Not biggest number. Not not if you roll two dice. It's is it twelve or seven. Uh, depends uh, on what kind of dice they are, but yeah, okay. But George Clooney was Frank Ocean, right? Yeah. That basically means hot dog water. Frank's <laughs> hot dogs. What see? That was a good one. Well okay. go ahead. Depends on your definition of a good one as Did well. Did you know <laughs> that butt shaped robots are used to test cell phone durability? Cell phone durability. You know, but like when you sit down on yourself and they have a butt shaped robot. I'm aware that just of butts. Yes. 
repeatedly. Uh, they've, got, they've, th- got, they've got a butt-shaped robot at Ikea that, that, that constantly goes <laughs> testing the yes. poangs. This was the my what? concern. The poang. What's the poang? <laughs> now look, we're a PG podcast. <laughs> it's a chair. It's a chair. What's a poang? It's a chair. It's like a rocking chair without the rocking Oh, bits. I'm sorry. I've owned two poangs. They're terrible. They're terrible. My wife bought those. It's a poang. It's this weird looking... <laughs> wooden chair that you have to sit all the way back in to rock in it because if you're at least bit forward it will throw you out of it yes it yes it's bad but this was my concern i am anti-poang the the issue is they have a butt-shaped robot testing the poangs in the which is odd because all of our butts are different like mine's very muscular my gluteus maximus and my minimus do too where's your minimus at it's down it's below the maximus well i do a lot of exercises I'm right. always working squat. squats. Squats. I squat. Kegels. Lunge Kegels exercises. I don't, I don't even walk. I lunge everywhere I go. <laughs> Towards the buffet. See, that's and, another thing. We got to stop. I have, a, I, have, I have a pecan cracking business. You don't want to know how to crack. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called D's Nuts? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. oh no. no. Okay. But okay. This but, was my concern with the. Okay, so say Cyberdyne Industries is real. Start at that Frank Ocean joke and cut all this. <laughs> no, it's not getting cut because I don't know where it's at. So say the robots become sentient. Yeah, the butt and, robots. And yeah. they've got the butt robots. <laughs> They're just coming at us. They're oh, arse robots. Don't mess, mess, hey, mess with him. He's a real arse. Mm. <laughs> we like to say arse because it's not a cuss word here in America. Arse. Like, you could say arse. Yeah, well, it's it's hardly it's barely a cuss word in uh, <laughs> in in the UK. We've got much better we've much better cuss words than that. Curse words, not cuss. What am I? What are you doing to me? Curse uh, words. Yes, it's it's not pedophile. It's pedophile. <laughs> Which True. actually, when you think of pediatrics, pedophile, that makes sense because pedophile makes you think they really like people who walk a lot. Yeah. Joggers. So that's just really. I mean, and we all like joggers. They're like at the stoplights looking for jaywalkers. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, we need to get off this real and quick. Yeah, I was going to say, good Literally grief. cut all of this. Oh, Enrique, are you about ready for your? No, wait, wait. I had one more. I had one more. Let me, let me, let me knock out this gem I had of arse robots. Let's see. Okay, your next question, please. Number three. Did you know? There's a farm in the southern regions of China. I did know that. I knew that. There's there's very vague. There's loads of them, actually. There's loads of them. (laughs) There is a Chinese. There's a. I've been to China. There's really recently about ten years ago. What area? Um. Well, all of me. No. No. no, (laughs) (laughs) Only his arse. (laughs) I went to. I went to Shanghai. I went to uh, the Forbidden City, wherever that is. How can uh, it be the Forbidden City yeah, if you that, went to it? It's it, it it's it's where they filmed the last. Well, it's not. I don't know where they filmed the last episode. It's where all the emperors of China used to live, and it's right outside Tiananmen Square. Went through Tiananmen Square, went on the Great Wall of China, saw the terracotta warriors, did all that stuff. It was pretty exciting. I was with my mum, so it wasn't that exciting, but it was pretty exciting. The only places I have been outside of America are Hawaii, which is well, technically still America. Yeah, uh, I took a cruise to the Cayman Islands, <laughs> um, Cozumel. In Jamaica. But that's because yeah. you like well, pina that's, coladas. That's pretty exotic, though. They're pretty exotic places. Oh, it's very nice. It's very I've nice. Never, but I've I been have, to the, have you been, been to America? Yeah, I've been to America a few oh, times. See, I've been to Stockton which, in Wisconsin. Which part? Oh, no. <laughs> so you came to America and went to Wisconsin? Yeah, Madison. That's where you just outside to. Madison. 
It's where, a big cheese it's where everyone wants fan? to go. <laughs> <laughs> we got there and was like, well, this isn't as touristy as we thought it was going to be. Lots of corn, as far as the eye can see. I've got a friend um, who lives. I've got a friend who lives there. I've been to Chicago. I've been to Orlando. I got married in New York. I got married what? in the Central Park Zoo. Well, you're a man of the world. I am. The zoo. Okay, you got so married quick, at the zoo. They'll let you get married at the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to give them money, though, unfortunately. But yeah, why would do. you want to get married at the zoo? Like to have their orangutans watch you and and uh, yes, um, well, because it was somewhere nice, somewhere nice. We got married in the tropical house. It was, but after it was all shut, and the uh, the caretakers were our witnesses. It was lovely. Very, that's very romantic. Is I thought it was very romantic. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So. How how old is Cora? If you, is that, she is, that too is personal? eight. She's eight. You, I, I, I just saw like I was looking at uh, Facebook. You're a year older than me. Yeah, I was born in seventy seven. You were born in seventy six. Yeah. So you had a child rather late in life, Dan. I did. I also had two other children a bit earlier. Oh, really? I've got, I've got sixteen year old and a. And a oh, I thought you were going to say 16 children. <laughs> <laughs> you should be on a show. If you were in America, you'd have your own show. What, having three children? Oh, 16 children, I understand. 16 children, no, no. yeah. Yeah, you no, keep, no. Uh, yeah, keep no, pumping no, them out. So you have so, an eight-year-old, a 16-year-old, and one? And a 13-year-old. Oh, okay. So it's called a family. We have them over here <laughs> in the UK. Interesting. I don't have one. I have yeah. I have Charday. That's my uh, she's like my goddaughter. I guess would be the best term to describe. And Enrique, her. Don't, he's right here. <laughs> <laughs> he's grown that mustache. I'm tempted yeah. to just let him out I, I into think the we, streets. I think the, the the entire listening public of of you know board game snobs feel like that Enrique is their their son. I think he's their son. Yeah. The we, we all we all son. feel paternal or maternal <laughs> instincts for him. <laughs> Um, so anyway, in the southern regions of China, there's a pig the size of a polar bear. Mm. What 1,102 kind of... pounds. What's his name? Boss Hog? Yes. <laughs> that is, well, mm, that's yeah. not a... <laughs> yeah, we, I, yeah, they canceled. Uh, yeah, oh, they're gone. Um, yeah. Okay. See, Boss ca- Hog. Nobody watches that show anymore. That's right. It's, it's fascinating that once upon a time, the sh- there was a show where the star of the show was the General Lee Carr with a Confederate yeah. flag on it. Interestingly enough, we were talking about the Dukes of Hazard in my most recent episode of my least listened to podcast. <laughs> uh, which <laughs> did you play? There's some good old boys. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a fine tune. Although we haven't released that track yet, but that, that episode yet, but it's coming. It's coming next week. But yeah, um, and there's something like 240 General Lees were used during the whole course of the filming. Of Dukes of Hazard, and only six survived. They were treated that badly, wow. so it got to a point where the producers were walking down the street, and they used to see whatever it is the the, the make of car that was that, GTO, and they, yeah, GTO? and they used to go and no, buy wait. it. They just used to Dodge instantly Charger. buy it and and, and make the person offer to buy it because they needed them that much, and they were going through that many of them. So yes. there you go. That many cars, not one actor in that show. <laughs> uh, but- Don't you? No, no, wait, John Schneider. John Schneider became Jonathan Kent in Smallville. Oh, oh, yes. Love him. Absolutely love him. Better than Kevin Carsner getting sucked up in a tornado. I love that. Made tear came to my eye when Kevin was like, no. Just stay where you're at, son. But that proved nothing because what what Clark Kent needed was for 
him to realize there's some things he can't stop. Well, what like he, death. Well, yes, and it also he, he can't stop a tornado and his dad from being in it. He he died the way every Southern man wants to die, being sucked up in a tornado. <laughs> Pecos right. Bill would have lassoed it. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin <laughs> Costner make a great Pecos Bill. He was a great wide earth. Yeah, mm. I, I, yeah. Well, you you yes, if you say so. <laughs> okay. So, do you have any more asinine questions for him, Gobby? Because Enrique looks like he's ready. Uh, that last one was ass a swine. Oh. <laughs> oh, very nice. Get it? Okay. Literally, none of this is useful. We're okay, not going so, to cut every bit of this. So, Order from Chaos is you, Mike, Delicioso, and yeah. Matt Jude. Now, Matt Jude, I'll say this. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. He is just a sexy Quentin Smith. He is the next shut up and sit I was going to say Dan Hughes is a sexy Quentin Smith. I, I, no, I would argue Matt Jude is far superior to Quentin Smith, but that's... Uh, Wow, that's, that's my I, personal. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Um, okay, so uh, if I was to ask you, you may have done this already to rank yourselves. Ah. the three of you. I think I think we we have discussed this on the podcast, and we decided that it could only end in tears. Um, <laughs> oh well, that's what we're looking for. I just want to know what's under Matthew's let's say we've gone beyond your depression. Now let's discuss how you feel about your ranking situation. My ranking situation against the other people. You, how, compare yourself to many other people. Hmm? I compare myself to you guys all the time. It's how it's how I keep myself feeling cheerful and happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I refuse to do that on the grounds that the other two won't be happy that I rank them below me. Okay, so, well, uh, I'm going to rank you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say Mike Delisio first. What? <laughs> now, I, if you listen, I don't know if you did uh, uh, us on Richard's show. Uh, I did listen to it, yes. Okay. You were talking about uh, Ben more than Mike. Yes, but I talked about how much I enjoy Mike as a, as a voice. Yes. My wife... Walked he past. knows it. He knows My it. My wife walked past as I was listening to. It was y'all's Dice Tower daily chat. Yeah, and which Mike, I was a big part of. Mike was talking. You were a big part of Jerry. <laughs> you need to get you on that next. That's what I keep telling him. There you um, go. Yeah, that would send our numbers through the roof, Jerry. I'm afraid oh, that yeah. would get us canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would get us canceled. And my wife walks by. She's like, "Who's that? Who's talking?" I said, "It's Mike and Dan." And Mike was talking at the moment. She says, "He's got a nice voice." I was like, "Oh, I know." He, he know. knows it. He knows it. He's secretly got his eye on Eric Summers. <laughs> he's, uh, he's all Eric? humble and stuff, but you, you, you know he's plotting behind his back. Eric might need a, a what's, what the Egyptians and them used to have when they were fed food by the people. <laughs> they had somebody taste the wine first. A taste tester. <laughs> taste tester. Mm, Tom, yeah. Tom, Eric might need a taste tester from here on out. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Sam's gone. Next is Z, then Eric. <laughs> Mike's steadily moving up. <laughs> he's he's going to murder his way through the dice tower. <laughs> and then finally, Riddy reaches the big and man. Finally, when he reaches the, he'll, hey. he'll put little poison darts around one of Tom's hats. <laughs> one, <laughs> one day when a dice tower video starts, it'll just be Mike slowly putting on one of, one of Tom Vassell's hats and saying, yeah, hello, see, children. Yeah. The time has come. <laughs> the body's strewn about. <laughs> Jason Levine in the corner shivering, knowing that he's next. I've worked my way to the top, and I don't regret a bit of it. Making Roy swear fealty to him. Oh, that is, that is a, the day. That is a 10 part miniseries. <laughs> Begging a game to of be dice. Made, isn't it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. He's oh, the, he's the little finger stuff. of the dice tower. 
Oh, Enrique, do you have your questions ready for Dan? Yeah, I think I do. Okay, I'm about okay. ready to get some more whiskey here. Uh, go ahead and turn it over oh, to wait. Enrique. Do you need some? Just Let keep... me finish this off. Okay, keep it rolling. I'll go get us a refill. Dan, um, I just want, well, for all of our listeners, one, any of the opinions or questions asked by Enrique do not necessarily express the thoughts and <laughs> ideas of the uh, board game snobs. Wait, I see Dan writing stuff down as well. It makes me nervous. Let yeah, me I'm see your questions. Let me see what your questions. down? Let me see your questions. Yeah, they're just basic questions. These uh, are really good. These are really good questions. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm so proud of you. <laughs> There, you even patronizing us. Posterior cavity. No! <laughs> I'm just shocked. You know, sometimes you just don't know. That's that's and the way gay. we operate here, Dan. Nice. Yeah, okay. I'm aware of that. You leave him alone. Okay. I'm ready. Get me just a little bit and oh, another glass. Gotcha. You got me on? You're, you're good to go. Okay. Okay. So first question, Dan. Okay. If you were, if you could star in a movie... What movie would it be? Is this an existing movie? If I could star it in an existing movie, what movie would it be? It would probably have to be Lord of the Rings because, A, you, that seemed like such a fantastic film to be part of, the filming process, and, B, it's a great film. So, And, and you get, you're get in it for ages. So I would be one of the hobbits in Lord of the Rings. I was about to say, human, dwarf, <laughs> hobbit, elf. Well, I want to be a hobbit so I can be in it all the way through, and I haven't quite got the... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite got the kind of um, facial features for Aragorn oh, or Legolas, yeah. so I, 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 I need to be one of the fat hobbits. A dwarf, maybe, or <laughs> I could be. A, I could be a dwarf. I could be a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that might that, work. Interesting, Lord and Jerry. Close the door. You got one Shut job. Shut the door. I love the Dice Tower. Okay, so good, good. He said he would be in Lord of the Rings if he could be in one movie, Jerry. Well, that's like three movies. Would he be a hobbit? Plus three. Yeah, I'm going to be a hobbit. Yeah, perspective. The Hobbit of Huddersfield. Now, next question. If you had to be trapped on a desert island with one friend, who would it be? Uh, oh, he's got a friend rather than wife because wife's the easy cop out there, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, she's your best friend. And we not Mike Delisio. You she, can't, can't she, count Mike. You can't I'm not, take I'm Mike. Not gonna, I wouldn't pick Mike Delisio. Good grief. <laughs> um, I would pick Mike Delisio. He's too busy slaughtering the Dice Tower cats. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He'd, he'd murder me for a coconut. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'd want to be any of my friends. They're all a bunch of idiot holes. No, um, I'll be on my own. I'll no be on my friends. own. I don't, I don't want any of them. You, you have no friends, Dan. I've got friends, but I don't want to spend all my time with them. You don't have to. You're on a desert island. They can go sit on the other side, and you on one side. But like me and Jerry, if we're together too long, we end up wanting to kill each other. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But after this amount, it's been three months. I wanted to hug him and kiss him, but for you know pandemic purposes i didn't when and i saw plus, him i can't handle people touching me no <laughs> bodily contact I'm, I'm very much the same way i, I, I can't narrow it down to, to i don't have a best friend my best friend is well, i can rank my best friends and not counting my wife <laughs> yeah you know because your wife is you can uh, let's see you need to get, no no wait but save that for order of chaos maybe you can oh, come okay. on dan's show and get 16 <laughs> listeners <laughs> <laughs> next question enrique all right <laughs> on a day held in your honor wait 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 oh. say that again i didn't hear you on a day held in your honor, what would the people have to do? A day held in your honor. Oh. These are good questions, man. Those are, I told Enrique. you they were good. Enrique, 
You need to. Oh, has he been googling them? Has he got his have, phone out? Has he got his phone out? He's just he's knocking it out. I don't. We ask. have underestimated him for three years. <laughs> We should leave his mic on more often. He's some sort of interview savant. <laughs> actually, there is actually someone who is actually better at interviewing, and he is—he um, knows everything about anyone. Dan God. <laughs> like I'll, I'll find his name, and don't, then don't I'll, worry about it. It's the guy that makes you eat hot chili peppers. Go ahead. Okay, so your question was: If a day held my honor, what would people do? Well. It's very much like the current situation. They would stay in their houses and not speak to any of their neighbors. <laughs> I like to think every day I go to the store is a day I hold in honor of Dan Hughes because I look at things and go, I ain't paying those bills. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. That is also true. All right. Well, well that makes me want to think, what would people do with a day held in my honor? We literally had days held in your honor. What and were they? That's when uh. we've come over and we drank and we said, ah, let's talk about about emotional stuff and you've cried in the corner while I sat there and oddly tried to comfort you. I can't. Wait, you were trying to comfort? Talk about, I don't know how to comfort people. Talk about my mother and my say, father. Like, that's a surprising Drink alcohol. Your part. Play board games. That's it. I don't know how to comfort people. I have no heart. <laughs> no, Jerry is a very... Okay, Dan, I will, I will be personal with you right now. I'm, I'm looking a, forward to it. A personal moment from mm-hmm. Gabi Moraga. This moment brought to you by Kleenex. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, upon, uh, upon. Go ahead. I'm not laughing at you. Upon my mother passing away a year ago in April, um, I, Jerry, of course, I've been keeping Jerry in the loop. And I would call Jerry, like, when she was sick the whole time because he's in the medical field. And he would, like, advise me on certain things and this and this and that. In her last days, Jerry's dealt with, uh, what do they call that? Hospice. Hospice here in America. Do they call mm-hmm. it hospice there? Yeah, we have hospices. Palliative care, we usually call it. Okay, yeah. So uh, I would call Jerry, and Jerry would advise me on certain things. So then the day comes, and I have to call Jerry and tell him she's gone. Jerry's like, okay, I'm on my way. And I'm like, I mean, Jerry lives like an hour and a half from where my mom would be. I'm like, no, Jerry, man, come on. It's okay. There was there was already a good crowd of people there. But Jerry, you know, he has this... He Well, he he's a... If I could cuss, I would. But he's a real... I mean, he can be a real jerk sometimes, Dan. A really? real jerk. That, yes. that, do you know that that surprises me? He's got. A, <laughs> <laughs> he's got There's, a real crusty exterior. But really? When he's he was, I was a friend in need, and I called him. I said, "Well, she's gone. She's gone, Jerry." He's like, "I'm on my way." I'm like, "Jerry, no, don't worry about it. There's people here, you know, and you're trying to be in that moment. I'm like trying to like not cause anybody any problems." And he's like, "No, I'm on my way." I was like, "Jerry, no." Him and Bubba, him and Bubba both, they both show up. And on the day of my mother's death, like you would think, well, of course I did do my crying. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, well, we'll go into details on that. But I wouldn't, if you had asked me a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, when my mother died on that day, would I laugh? I would have said, no. How could you possibly laugh on the day of your mother's death? But Jerry and Bubba came. And I was tremendously happy to see them. And they had me laughing, like within a few minutes of being there. And I was just like, this is quite an experience because like, me and my mom had a great relationship. I loved her. She lived a fairly long life. And here's Jerry showing up and Bubba. And of course, they're like checking on me. How you doing? Da, 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 da. 
And, you know, we're all dealing with it very good. And then, like, I'm laughing within moments of them being there. And I was just like, wow, I would have never expected this. And that just solidified me and Jerry's relationship for me personally in that moment. I truly am. That's that's nice to hear. (laughs) You are a... Jerk most of the time, <laughs> but it's that one. It's that point one percent. But for you, have forever indebted yourself to me for that one day. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. That's what. That's why you did it, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get my hooks in you, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I've got to keep this podcast going. <laughs> this dog's relationship goes on. Uh, Enrique, you have more questions? Yes, I have two more. All right. So, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, snap. Oh. These are did you Google these? No, he didn't. Have you listened to other podcasts? No, I know that's not I, true. And it would be, what's that one song? He likes pina... Do you, uh, let me ask you these questions, Dan. Do you I'm like pina coladas? I'm writing. <laughs> do you like it, getting yeah, getting caught in the rain? I, do you know what? You've, you've, you've hit on two of my defining character traits there, Jerry. <laughs> and you're not um, into yoga. But the, theme, the, my, the song I've always thought would be played at my funeral... Um, which I suppose is philosophy by Ben Folds, which is about how people just go their own way and do geeky stuff and don't care about what anyone else thinks of them, basically. What does um, Ben fold? Hmm? <laughs> what does he fold? Pianos. <laughs> it's the age-old art of origami, piano origami. It's like uh, Ben folds five. Did five need to be folded into two and a half? It was, it was one of those hilarious jokes which never really was that hilarious. There's only three of them. The kind of, uh, the kind of joke that's funny for the first time. Then I'd imagine as a band you have to live with it for ten years. It's, the, He's the like, amusement I wears off. This. Okay, so... Uh, I can go with these questions. How many more questions? He's got one. He's got the last one. What oh. skill or craft would you like to master? Podcasting. Well, yeah, I'd like to be a good... Podcast like, like the board game snobs. If only if I could be as professional and uh, erudite as the board game snobs, mm-hmm. uh, I would love to be able to do stop motion animation. Ooh. The whole, the whole cl- sculpting of the clay bits and the making amateurs and the backgrounds and stuff like that, and then to create like a, Wallace a and wonderf- Gromit, like Gumby. Yeah, like no, not, not like Wallace and Gromit more than Gumby. Not that I know what Gumby is particularly. I've got a vague, but yeah, stop stop motion claymation animation would be absolutely wonderful and would require far too much skill. So I'll never do it. The green guy at the top, Enrique, up top, the very top, top by the top by Big shelf. Ben, by Big Ben. Big Ben's the clock. Go, the green next guy. to the Superman Funko Come Pop. In. Do you know Gumby? This you is don't Gumby. Know Gumby? Here, I'll show you Gumby. I'm this aware Gumby. of his exist. Yeah, he's not an Ameri- He's not a British thing. He's not. But see, no. I'm often called Gumby because of my name. You, That's you, it, Enrique. You got the look of him around the eyes as well. <laughs> the shape of my head. I will, I will yeah. try. Those were excellent questions, Enrique. I'm to, shocked. Do we have to do this again? I'm going <laughs> to copy those questions and ask them of <laughs> everyone. I've like, I'm embarrassed. I've cut all my questions out. Like, like everything I had was fart jokes. <laughs> my literally, my next question to Dan was was a listener question. It was like, do you have any piercings? And I'm pretty sure that was asked by one of our listeners in Iceland because they all have piercings. I think they do all have piercings in Iceland. <laughs> okay, is. so oh, go ahead. I, I don't have any piercings. So. Okay, it's good. To <laughs> Not know. in your belly button. I can't. I haven't seen my belly button for a long time, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. So Britt Hansen had asked. I know Britt Hansen. Yeah, I think she came from your group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she asked this question. Now I have missed I this think she's episode. Dutch. 
Yes, I yes. think she's Dutch. Did you buy anything in the Disney knockoff stores when you visited Florida? I did buy something in the Disney knockoff stores when I visited Florida. In a panic to last... Because I went to Florida. I went to Dice Tower Con twice. And both Who? times, I forgot to buy things for my children until the very last minute. So <laughs> so in a, in a, in a panicked last-minute buy, I bought my daughter, Cora, a hat saying Florida, which granted isn't Disney. <laughs> oh, spare no some, expense. Uh, excuse me. Before you start judging me, I'd, li- I'd like to point out it had an integral sunglasses in there that you oh. flip down from the visor. Oh. Oh, so it wasn't tacky Perfect at all. It was highly field. practical and useful. <laughs> that is so right. Did they have windshield wipers to keep off the fog? <laughs> No, I had to. Th- those come that uh, we we can pre, you know, they they come afterwards. So we can have to mark it. Uh, there's shops that do that in in the UK. Um, okay. Yeah. Peter Taylor asks, "What keeps?" Uh, he actually asked like three questions. Greedy Peter Taylor. So I'm going. It's I guess it could all be rolled into one. What yeah. keeps you going? Would you carry on making things if no one listened? Is it the people you meet along the way or the feeling of community building that is most important to you? Um, that's a, I don't Would I keep going if no one listened? Probably not, because I'm a narcissist. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I'll, keep, I'll keep going if somebody listened. I say Check that our downloads religiously. Yeah, yeah. Um, your download. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell Jerry, most of our downloads are from Oklahoma because I tell Jerry to download. Or, or we get on Fiverr and you can hire people to download your show. <laughs> All our downloads are from Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're big there. <laughs> you know, we're big in Pakistan and Thailand. We got it figured out. <laughs> Uh, I think um, I think I think I, I get joy in creating, which I think would 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 exist without anyone reading it or seeing it or, or doing whatever. But you need at least a couple of people to to do it for, otherwise it feels a bit futile. Yeah, so someone asked something about reading, uh, writing a book. Are you do you plan on writing something? Yeah, he's writing those letters from Huddersfield. Yeah, I'm it, writing at the moment. Yeah, oh. have, have you seen have you ever seen my letters from Huddersfield? I guess not. It's it's like this thing where he writes. Uh, you write to various media people and designers, yeah. wanting them designers to designers and media off people. Of, yeah, and, uh, like Derby kind of, style. No, it's more of a. It's you explain it, Dan. It's 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 a spoof type thing. Although they don't know. Well, they usually know it's a spoof. So like a. It started off. I was writing to Martin Wallace, asking him to being outraged that my hometown of Huddersfield wasn't on the uh, on <laughs> on the railways of the world map, and insisting that no, on the brass map. That's it because it just gets cut off. We would have been on brass, Yorkshire oh, um, or Lancashire, awesome. rather, but but we just cut off just on the edge of the board. It says to Yorkshire, and that's where my town would be. <laughs> so so I, I wrote to him, outraged, mock outrage that this was this mock wasn't outrage. on, and, and then and then asking him to to do an expansion and things like that. And I, it's hard to explain in 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 words because it's it's not funny when I <laughs> explain it, but it, it's a set of. Spoof letters. I don't know if you've ever seen Letters from an Idiot, which Jerry Seinfeld was involved in. Oh, yeah. It's spoof letters to various people. Okay. It started off me trying to persuade, like, um, Jamie Stegmeyer to retheme uh, uh, Scythe to be in Huddersfield and, and uh, <laughs> Matt Leacock to, to retheme Pandemic to be about picking up poo in, um, in the, Hudders- the parks of Huddersfield. He wrote a very good one back to me. Um, and, and these designers write back. 
are often written back in a, in Look a very Dan bragging about his connections and the My back is getting sore picking up all these names he's dropping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you them. The most recent one I've done. Oh, yes. The most recent one I've done was to I've done an entire series to Tom Vassell where I used a pseudonym and tried to get him to take me on as the board game juggler, um, juggling board games on 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 board game breakfast. And you know, it's all about how I've tried doing it, but I broke my copy of uh, Scythe. Do you think Jamie would send me a new one? And I can't. Would it be better if I could do it on a unicycle and things like? That? It, it just just gets more and more ridiculous as time goes on. I can't make it sound amusing, but I'm putting them together and I'm possibly writing a book with it. I just uh, I just talked. Uh, I, well, I was going back and forth with Dick Simpson, Richard Simpson. You know the the. I do. He's Scott. messaging me right now. Okay, what? the the great Scottish uh, podcaster he used to be till he shut down. Uh, I was telling the great YouTuber. Now, now he's the great YouTuber, and I, um, due to my various social inabilities, he posted one of his videos, and I thought he was asking for criticism. <laughs> so oh, I, I gave him a lot of criticism about his movies, about what he could do to improve, and then afterwards, I read his comment again and realized, oh, well, that's not what he was asking for. <laughs> but I, I pitched him the idea of. You know, he keeps saying we're not wizards, and then having these videos. I said you need to do a parody of "Watch It Played" and call it "Call It We're Not Watching," where he basically teaches a game, but teaches it very poorly <laughs> while reviewing it. And I said I would watch that. Just you, just moving things around, and, well, and just that's having kind this, of along the lines of that. The satirical dragon's tomb. thimble or whatever. Yeah, dragon's tomb. Yeah, it, what? Okay, dragon's tomb. It, is it Plumpy Thimble? Plumpy Thimble? Oh, yeah, Plumpy Thimble. He does that as well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing interesting stuff mm-hmm. these days. I yeah. like it. I like it. Comedy, comedy, comedy stuff. But Danny, since you're so creative, have you ever thought about doing a uh, a board game? Like, actually designing a board game? I've, I've, uh, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mathematically minded enough um, for it, really. I've had a few board games ideas that I've thrown to other people. Um, and uh, my friend Mike, you know Mike Pool, no Mike the Pillock Pool. He's one of your um, yeah, he listeners. is. He's one of our best commenters. <laughs> yeah, he is. Well, he loves you guys, um, and we love him. Yeah, well, I I wouldn't go that far. I certainly didn't pick him to be on the island. He's ninety percent of our Facebook notice. group post. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he was toying with one of the ideas I I had to see if he could. No, I'm not interested. Are you guys interested in doing a board game? No. I'm desperately interested. I am terribly, terribly uncreative. But myself... Mm. I am only good at sitting back, waiting for Jerry to say something, and then I snipe in a snarky comment (laughs) or a witticism every (laughs) now and then. That's your thing, though. Uh, A pun. Are puns creative? They are. They are. Puns are creative. I'm bad at puns. You're good at puns. (laughs) That's the extent of my creativity. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bubba and I have been working on a design off and on. Like we we've just had this thing to where we both decided we we're going to design a board game, and at times we get together and throw things around and come up with these ideas, and then we do absolutely nothing with them. But one of these days, I think that we're going to actually do the deep work where we're going to just stop everything for like a week and actually put in the effort to try so to. So, what theme and genre are you I looking at? Yeah, it. I ain't gonna talk. You don't about have that. to. You, there's tons of one of themes our five listeners. If I with Mike Pool, <laughs> then turns around and comes out with oh, all. Yeah, that's something I've been meaning to ask you. You call him Mike the Pillock? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? A pillock. It's like a fool, a buffoon. Uh, oh. a, I'm like, I heard you go, 
like Mike the Pillock Pool. I'm like, what is Pillock? We didn't. <laughs> It, it, it was. It came out of one of the, the first ever sporadically bored podcast, I think, because I was talking about him playing a game with him, and I called him a pillock. And then later in the episode, I said, "Mike, the pillock pool," but it's got a lovely <laughs> ring to it, so it stuck. Last time, the last con we went to together, he had a name badge on it saying "Mike the Pillock Pool," which I was, which is very, very um, amusing to me. But yeah. Okay. So my next most important question: How do you feel about macaroni and cheese? I'm a big fan of macaroni and cheese. Uh, um, yes. A big fan. Um, homemade, obviously, out of a box, what do you do? It, uh, homemade, it was obviously invented in the UK, macaroni and cheese, yes, by the yes, uh, macaroni company, yes. um, in order to sell more macaroni to the British palate. <laughs> Put a feather in your hat and call it macaroni. Yeah, well, that's it, that's that's also inaccurate, isn't it? Because it wasn't <laughs> that macaroni. It was... Uh, that had to do oh, with I, I, knew, I knew the origins of that once. Do you know the origins of that? I did a solo. Due to the pandemic, we were started doing pod solos, which we've decided to disband because they're not good when Jerry just talks by himself and I just talk by myself. I love talking about myself. No, you love it, but they're not good. But I did a pod solo about macaroni and cheese. Ah, and I, I, I didn't listen to that one. I don't know why. I don't know why it wouldn't have appealed to me. <laughs> I've got no idea why I didn't just jump on that. I mean, obviously, if I'd seen that in my podcast <laughs> the, thing, the I'd have thought, I've got these hundreds of podcasts listened to, and there's this one with you Gabby talking about macaroni not, and cheese. Macaroni and cheese was not top of the list. It was riveting. The uh, the uh, you should have heard the rice aroni follow up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, but I, I the extent of my research was pretty much Wikipedia, but ah, uh, it was well, pretty interesting. Yeah, macaroni yeah. had to do with like a, a the high fashion society of. Uh, Italy. Of, oh, well, okay. Maybe it went back to Italy, but uh, I don't know. Was the one, Britain was the one I was looking at. Yes, it probably was. Yeah, I've got no idea. I'm, I'm just making it up. I didn't realize you'd done your research on it. I wouldn't have even brought it up. Um, well, research is Wikipedia research. Which more Enrique research than could I did. have got on my, there my, and put his my own way of looking intelligent and well informed is by reciting half remembered truths um, <laughs> as confidently as possible, and then and then everyone believes me. So so I'm, I'm worried now. I've made a fool of myself. Okay. Do you have a uh, favorite movie? Yes, Lord of the Rings. Oh, if you have you been listening to Enrique's. Yeah, fantastic questions. Not this pile uh, of rubbish. Not this, not this garbage. Uh, I guess striptease. Not this. Hang not on this, not this few yards of garbage. <laughs> I just figured you for a dimming. Lord of the Rings is a masterpiece, in my view. Um, I love it. What is Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings? Oh yeah. I think you don't like it, do you? No. Just, no. <laughs> no Jer- well, Jerry's not much just, of a fantasy guy. I can't imagine things. He has uh, no imagination. All my fantasies That's, are not that. Yeah, just whiskey. What are they? Fantasies just involve drinking whiskey. (laughs) Do I need to to move on from what are your fantasies? Please. Um, Do you have a favorite uh, band, genre of music, etc.? Polka. Polka. I'd like it. I used to play the accordion. Um, (laughs) So there you go. My, My musical taste... I've been saying this recently quite a lot, but I was watching the Captain Marvel... I think I was saying it last time I was talking to you on the podcast. I watched the Captain Marvel um, film, Uh the Marvel film. and Jerry doesn't know, but I know. Yeah, it's set in the 90s, and I didn't notice. 
I, I just, I, I just, I just thought this is just a contemporary new movie. Oh, this music's quite good. I can't. I, I'm just so set in my way. So I, my favorite bands are the same favorite bands I had when I was, you know, in the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Which was which is yeah. what. Uh, I like Ben Folds. I like Bare Naked Ladies. What does he like? Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Welcome um, to the old apartment. That's it. Oh, what a beautiful singing oh, voice you've that got. Song. Who, who could tell song. by your face <laughs> that you have the voice of an angel, Gabby? Gabby can sing. But it's been one week since I heard him. <laughs> it's been oh. one week. <laughs> Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. I, 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 I sung a Bare Naked Ladies song I, I, on... That you know, Bare Naked you know, Ladies album that was like 19, uh, no, it was somewhere between 2098 around there, and it had yeah. that a million dollars, uh, yeah, Gordon. The old apartment, huh? Gordon was oh, that sounded like the best of the Bare Naked Ladies. It that, may have been, but like yeah. I bought that in the early 2000s, and yeah, oh, that's a good, that was a good album. Yeah, it's a good album. It's pretty, pretty. Pretty bland stuff, but then again, I'm a pretty bland guy. Now they're so now, they're, now they're sitting on their laurels with their Big Bang Theory money. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, other, the other stuff I'm into is I, I like a bit of punk ska, third wave ska type stuff, so like Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake and uh, Mighty, the Mighty Mighty Boss Towns. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they were. Are they still around? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you really are stuck in the nineties, Dan. I, I am completely stuck I in the nineties. I don't care. We are the same. I don't age. care, Mofos. But see, I'm a I'm He's more Mr. of a right side. I'm more of a Pearl Jam guy. Do you like Pearl uh, Jam? My wife likes Pearl Jam. I, I, I don't mind. How do you not like like Pearl Jam's probably my number one band of Start all time? Start singing, Gabby. Just do some Pearl Jam for him. Yeah, good. Just... Me a spooky, spooky, dear. <laughs> Yeah. Metallica? Do you like Metallica? No. Not into that stuff. Really? Yeah. He's <sighs> the whole metal stuff passed me by. He's not well, see, down this, with the sickness. You're not <laughs> Audio slave? You're laughing. That's a sincere question. I know. I know. I'm just laughing. I've got like, no idea who they are. <laughs> so you're never, asking a British. Are you uh, not down with Audio Slave? Chris Cornell. What about Savage Garden? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Cornell is one of the greatest Chris male Cornell. vocalist vocal vocalist ever. From uh, 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 from the Mike Mike Bustos. Black Hole Sun. Who sang Black Hole that Sun? That was him. Uh, I know. Who's what's the name of the band? Wasn't that Savage Garden? You sang Black Hole Sun? <laughs> oh, no, uh, that, no, was, yeah. uh, that was a. Uh, I'm sorry. Truly medley. I'm sorry. Truly medley. Uh, that was a uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden, not go. Savage Garden. Sorry. I know that one. I know there that one. Go. Sorry. Black Hole. Yeah. I'm not really a music person. That's why I I've got a music podcast. That, I think that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a podcast about everything else. He's more into Airwolf soundtracks. <laughs> I am more into Airwolf soundtracks. Uh, in terms of soundtrack, uh, Chris oh. Cornell sang the best James Bond song. Uh, oh. for, for he sang a James Bond song? Casino Royale? Yes. I did not know that. Well, no, the best James Bond theme song well, is Adele, Skyfall. Ah, uh, it's good, but it's not great. Man, I really remember. Was it Whitney Houston that did Goldeneye? Really? Look at you with all the modern Bonds. I like I like all the Bonds. I'm big into Bond. Well, I love James Bond. My mother was a massive Sean Connery fan. Massive. I like I grew up on Sean Connery due to my mother and Doctor No. <clears throat> we watched Doctor No like every week in my house. <laughs> 
if it wasn't Sean Connery, we barely watched TV because my mother was a massive James, uh, Sean Connery so fan. So, Dan, mm. who's the best Bond from a British person's perspective? Well, from a British person's perspective, it's uh, Roger Moore, I'm afraid. Okay, look, that's so <sighs> wrong. Why do you have to have the driest... I mean, he is... What do you mean dry? Watch. <coughs> he's, Watch. The funniest, he's the funniest Bond. He's, he's old. Yes, There's yes no he's 65 appeal. years old and battling on uh, the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. And he's, it's... Have you seen Who doesn't view? want that? Who doesn't seen? want that? Have you that seen a view like to a kill recently? He's got osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> he's so old. And he's up there fighting... He's up there fighting Christopher Walken on Grace the Golden Park. Gate book. <laughs> no, Grace Park. <laughs> Grace Park. No there. way. Wait, Grace Park may be the... He was just, he was just my Bond, Grace, Grace Park may be number eight from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I think they're all good, though. I don't think there's been a bad Bond, really. Uh, uh, Roger Moore's not my favorite, I can tell you that. I, well, as a child, well, I enjoyed him because he was he was like the corny cornball Bond that was kind of like yeah. funny. He was like he, your dad. He was the 60s Batman version of yes, uh, James yes. Bond. He was the the Adam West of Batman. But it was such a shock. <laughs> it was such a shock to go from Roger Moore to Timothy Dalton. Like, oh my God. Whack, schwacking people. I mean, he was the... Putting them in pressurizing chambers very and violent, blowing them up like in a very, microwave. Yeah. And, but, but Timothy Dalton prepared us... For the smoothness that was Pierce Bronson. I do like a bit of Pierce Bronson. I like I like Pierce Bronson. My mother was a massive Remington Steel fan. Everybody's a massive Remington Steel fan. Most people listening don't know who Remington even, Steel even is. Even if I think most Remington Steel fans, they are massive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everybody loves Remington Steel. Re- like Remington Steel. Like no one knows what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Dan, I don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't I'm know a- about Remington Steel? Okay, no, let me it tell wasn't, you about Remington UK Steel. Thing. You, okay, so Remington uh, Steel. It, was, it didn't air on BBC One. He doesn't or know what two, we're talking about. Or two. It would have come on after uh, after uh, whatever Mr. Bean is. Uh, <laughs> Rowan Atkinson had going on. But Remington Steel was the American TV version of we have to have a suave British guy on American TV. And he uh, was like helping a detective agency type thing. And he was yep. very... It was Pierce Bronston being sexy. And so the story that Pierce Bronston tells... And funny. It was like a yes, funny type show. Is that Pierce Broston, being a British guy, thought that when you do a show, it lasts for six episodes, and that's the season, and the show's <laughs> over. So when he signed a contract, it was in the clause, what he said was, that they could re-up his contract. So when the first season was over, he was offered James Bond, and he took it, oh, obviously. And they yeah. and so he tells the story that in his contract, it was said that if Remington still gets picked up for another season, he has to be in it. There's no way around it. And and old Pierce Brosnan says the day, the last day of his contract, when he was leaving to a press conference to be announced as James Bond, the phone rang. And they said, congratulations, Remington Steele's season number two. <laughs> and he says that one of the most heartbreaking experiences of his life during this interview that he, he was talking about was when he was driving down the highway and saw the advertisement for It's a Living Daylights with, with Timothy Dalton on it. Oh. He says, that could have been me. And he says, of course, one of the greatest things was when Timothy Dalton only did two, you know, he did that mm-hmm. view, that License to Kill, and it was the first PG-13 Daylights, yeah. No, License to Kill was the, the second one that was yeah, PG-13. Yeah, yeah. Very violent, and it kind of had... That's been, when the guy got put in like, the deep Yeah, Benicio Del Toro was in it, and he got ate up, and all the everybody. And so after that... Timothy Dalton was done, and then we got Pierce Bronston back in famous fashion. And the first scene that we get to see Pierce Bronston is killing a guy in a toilet. And that was great. <laughs> that was great. Goldfinger. The no, greatest. Goldeneye. 
Golden Eye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a good one, though. It had Sean Bean as well, wasn't it? it was yeah. a, that and was it a, plus, really it had, the, had the most iconic uh, Bond girl ever, whose name I will not repeat. Sean Bean, 006. Yeah. How do you feel about Sean Bean? We love him here. Oh, I love me a bit of Sean Bean. We lo- I love Sharp. Ned Stark. I'd love Sharp. Have you seen that? Vi- I don't, are you are you trying? Are you actively PG? Are you actively clean? We try podcast? to be because we, try to be. we have so many kids that listen to us because we our families not our families. We're a but- deeply religious podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> That's fine. Then I, then, I, then I won't say what he says, but there's a, there's a, there's a YouTube um, video of of Sean Bean saying a certain word, which probably isn't a swear word in the in the in in the Americas. Well, what um, is it? I can add a fish excrement. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but if, if, every time he says Jerry calls that me word, a, Jerry calls me a fat bastard. Fish excrement. Through it all the time. <laughs> that's, that's a description. One of Every Scotland's he, most iconic men, fat bastard. Fish. Excrement. Get in my belly. <laughs> Richard Simpson should know that one. He should. I think he is actually Scottish. He's Mike Myers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I love I love Sharp as well. I love Sharp. So you say you don't say cuss cuss words. You say curse. 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 Interesting. I find. Well, I think that's probably where it comes from, isn't it? I guess. I guess. Yeah. A lot curse. of things come from you English. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like America, like that English language, like the English language. Well, let's see. What 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 hour are we on here? <laughs> we've been on for four. we've been we've been on for an hour and seventeen minutes. That's probably we need to let Dan go to bed. Do you think? Unless you just want to keep on talking. I'm happy to keep on talking. Okay, uh, but, but you can also you can also decide that you're fed up with me. That is also no fine as well. I'm on did my you second know? drink. Did I'm you off, know? Wound up. Uh, Terraforming Mars Mega Edition with their Mega Box and their 3D printed pieces. I, How do you feel about I'm that, here, Jerry? That is a great business move. You've heard me say on oh, our we, podcast. We've been talking about it for years. Saying that they desperately, because Stronghold Games has a problem with their production values, in my opinion. Really? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, they all they have Stronghold Games. Oh, look at breaking the... <laughs> 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 I mean, like, everybody knows that they, 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 skip, they skip some... Clip art and a, a player board that's not double layered and Terraforming Mars held it back. And that Terraforming Mars, people spend a lot of time pimping that thing out. It's yeah. pimping a cuss word in Britain? Pimping. Big it pimping. Ain't, it ain't easy here. Big pimping, Jay-Z. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Um, I think if it's used on MTV, then it's fine. Jay-Z, big pimping. Excellent song. Mm. Yeah. Hold on one minute. Sorry. That's okay. He's got to go. He's got to go. Uh, Take care of your business. He's got to go put on his JC t- uh, CD. We're still going on. We're still recording. I'm still talking. All right, fans, listeners, dear listeners, we're glad that you're enjoying the show. While uh, Dan gets up to go to the pee and Gabby gets up to go get more whiskey, I would just like to say that we thank you all for being listeners. And we know these are rough times with everything going on in the crazy world. And we're just glad to be able to. Perhaps provide you some entertainment in the interim. I think Dan's Sorry, coming back. I was back. about to wet myself. I hear Dan's heavy breathing, so he must be back. Gobby's getting more whiskey. I was just addressing uh-huh. our fans and telling them how much we love them. Because we <laughs> love our fans. We have a... I don't know about the sporadically bored people, but I'm I'm on your Facebook because I, I'll go there to add some flavor to y'all's conversation. Uh, yes, well, you, you're much appreciated. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Skirting the edge of human decency. I, that's, that is me. That is me. Uh, I have found that we have a very tight-knit group of people who are uh, 
our listeners that interact with us on a regular basis, either through emails or through Instagram messages, Twitter, and so forth. Yeah, do yes. you find that to be the case with your group? Um, yes, there's definitely definitely people who I recognize and know and become friends with um, through the group. Um, yeah, no, I think I think I think it's one of our strengths is our community behind us. I think, um, like yourself, there are people who will find it too our podcast too long winded, too off the topic. They want pure board gaming talk all the time. They want in depth analysis and and you know um, lots of complaints. We you know we've we've seen complaints about ourselves that we go on about anything but board games. But to people who like us, they really like us and they and they like engaging with us and stuff like that. So much much the same as. You found, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, and I, I think that we're we're trying to get uh, situated to where we're a little more on topic with the board gaming, mainly because I have this bright <laughs> idea of starting another podcast where we really focus in on our banter and various topics, so that oh, okay. uh, yeah, and that yeah. you know it works for you. You have like four active podcasts. You've named like six <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, that but you're on. Each, each one gets less and less listeners. I know, but but when they all add up, that one of these days, I kind of feel like we're going to get a sponsor. One of these days, okay. once we start getting sponsored and we start getting like we're credible, that will just add to us, and then everybody will t- start taking us seriously. Then one day, no one's going to take us. Seriously. The Dice Tower. Well, oh, you're back. Why should they? That we'll be on that Dice Tower. Want us to take seriously, and then we can help Dan. <laughs> you know, and we can help Mike overthrow the Dice yeah. Tower crew. Mike these murderous schemes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Littlefinger Delizio. <laughs> <laughs> And his wife Timothy. Uh, yeah, Timothy. Timothy is why. <laughs> That's true. You don't. Um, yeah, well, that that sounds good. You should do that. You I will do I'll listen to it. I'll listen to both of them. I'll, I'll probably listen to the banter one more than I'd listen to the board game one. Because yeah, board c- games are for nerds. Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned something board earlier. Board games are for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned something uh, a while back that you had kind of fell out, fell out of love with board games for a little bit here yeah. recently. Um, I think that that. Uh, as somebody who has, as myself, I have special interests, so I know that at times... What does that mean? It's it's a term for people on the spectrum when you gain a special interest at something that occupies your very thoughts chronically to where you just can't help yourself. So it's like, you know, I'll get obsessed with one thing for extended periods of time. Is that why you texted me like every day there for a little while? Uh, yeah, because I was worried about you your health. You were obsessed with me. I was, yes. I was making sure you was all right. My liver is nearly defunct. And I basically forced you into going on a month-long fast of, of uh, changing your diet and no alcohol. I have recently taken on a plant-based diet. Yes, band. he's eating nothing but rhubarbs. Really? I live in the rhubarb triangle. So really? uh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> is that where rhubarbs go to disappear? <laughs> is that like the Bermuda Triangle? You're just no, driving it, your it, fiat. It's where rhubarbs are profusely, <laughs> profusely growing out of every out of every crack in the pavement. I don't even know what a rhubarb is. We just have corn and meth here. A what, is a, what is a rhubarb? It's it's a it's 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 a it's a Vegetable? It's it's, it's a bit like celery. It's a bit like celery. Oh, is it, vegetable? Uh, the, question the stalk of it. <laughs> I love celery. What so, it doesn't taste like celery, but oh. it, it looks like celery. But it's is red. mince meat pie a thing in your area? Yeah. Oh yeah. Proper okay. meat pie. So yeah. there is an old movie, an old movie that made. Wow, we're really just all over the place. An old movie that I used to watch with my mom called State Fair. Right. And I've not like, seen it. No. One of their big plot points was who's going to win the mince meat pie 
contest. And I was like, mince meat pie. Pies are strawberry, apple, peach. No, not in the UK. Well, that, that could mean two things. Mince meat is also a a current based sweet um, thing. So so sultanas and currants and, and raisins. Currants. Uh, what are currants? Like curds. Oh, currants. It's I like don't a, know. It's like currants. Up to date. That's cur- like a what? <laughs> currants. <laughs> raisins. Raisins oh, are currants. Oh, 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 okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I didn't know what that uh, was. So that's 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 mincemeat. It's something you eat at Christmas. So that might be what they're talking about. So it's like a sweet sweet okay. pie, but there's no meat in it. So it's no. raisins. There's no it's meat in mince it. Meat. There's yeah. no meat in a mince meat pie. Here's your mince no. meat pie. Unless you have uh, a mince meat pie, and then there'll be meat in it. Unless you have a what? A mince meat pie, and then there'll be meat in it. So you can either have a mince meat pie with no meat in it, or a mince meat pie with meat in it. <laughs> Nothing you said makes any it sense. Seems it should be mince meatless pie. I don't understand any of this. There's where? Where's the beef? <laughs> what? That, that, probably the beef would be in your mince meat pie. Okay, but, but it'd be it? raisins and currants in your mince meat pie. Raisins oh. and currants. They are up to date. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. Move on. I I, I watched. Uh, There's certain YouTube videos that bring me great joy, and mm-hmm. one of them happens to be what I understand to be an old ASMR. No, Go an ahead. old British ahead, uh, television show called Father Ted. Oh, Father Ted's amazing. I didn't understand. My, my dad was big into uh, British television, and Father Ted was one and that he, sniping. Yes, and killing people. <laughs> uh, Do you know about Jerry's dad? I, I only vaguely know of just uh, listening to the he, podcast. He was a, he was a Vietnam era uh, drill sergeant and sniper, and so he was wow. he's a very little he was a. I don't appreciate you talking about my son. <laughs> he was a very gruff little man. If you if there's a cartoon television series, it's probably one of the best cartoon television series in the United States ever called King of the Hill. Yes, if you, ever, if you, you so you know uh, Hank. I Hill's, even have the first three seasons on box set. Excellent. You know Hank Hill's dad, the one that got his shins blown off. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is yeah. my father. Wow. My my father-in-law is a Glaswegian um, sergeant, ex-sergeant, career military, um, and he is as scary as. All out. Yes. AF. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I am. I. I have this. Uh, yeah. So me, everybody who met my father know he was much more of a cartoon character than he was a real person. And anytime you watch King of the Hill, uh, Hank's dad. That's that's basically my dad. But right. uh, my dad I, was a, a, a fiery, passionate Chilean who sings for us sometimes. He does. It'd be nice if we mm. had his music again. I still got it. I well, can tag we, it at the end of this one. Tag it at the end Have of this one. Have you heard my father sing, Dan? I haven't. No, I would look forward to it. It's greatly. at the my, end of my father. Oh, go on, carry on. It, well, it's just at the end of like two random podcasts that we bring up my father and his singing, and then I just put it, like he. Okay, his <clears> father's five foot two. And My 95 fan. pounds, am, and he has the voice of an angel. <laughs> I don't know what else to describe it. I am it. six foot, 350 pounds. My father is like 5'3". He was shorter than my mother, and he's about 130 pounds, and he's from Chile, South America. He's the size of a chili. <laughs> he's the size of a chili. What is a chili? A bean? Mm-hmm. A pepper? A legume. A, a legume. I don't know. I've just said stuff. So, uh, but I'm he three sings. whiskeys in. <clears throat> he sings. And he made up songs when he met my mother to woo her with. How romantic! And he's, I'm wooed by them. He's they. Oh, it's it. Oh. She was a missionary. She went to Chile. She met my dad. He was just this thug from the streets of Santiago, Chile. 
they fell in love. He wrote, he wooed her with some songs he wrote. Mm. And you're the result. And that led to the greatest <laughs> exactly. a lovely romantic this. story with a bit of a sluggish ending. <laughs> Oh, but uh, my, my 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 parents had a similar thing. My dad also was a singer, sort okay, of. Okay, really. Um, my my father went um, round the world in a double decker bus. So, are you aware of a double decker bus? Yes, I am. Only because yeah. of the so ones him, that tour him, London. Him and his him and his um, friends all converted this bus. So it was all living. It was all tables and stuff on the ground floor, and the top floor was all. Um, beds and things like that and they set off from england and they drove across europe and across russia and all the way down through india then got a boat over including a bus to australia wow. and then got a boat from australia to america drove across america and then back to england so they went around the world wow. on this bus and they, and they, awesome. they funded the trip by playing music on the way around this is the 60s uh, <laughs> yeah, where, where these things happened um how many diseases never- did he come back with <laughs> How many what diseases? <laughs> diseases? I don't think that happens like that. Well, do. he came back with my mother. Thank you very oh. much. Oh, don't you? How dare you? <laughs> is her is her name chlamydia? <laughs> I just thought that was a that, that was a, a Huddersfield name, a, a local. Name. <laughs> So my mother's Australian, so he met oh, my mother in Australia. Oh, we have a lot of that. listeners from Australia. Half of our listeners are from Iceland, the other half of our Australia. We're big down <laughs> under. Yeah, so I hear. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is. So, there you go. so that's why I find that people from Europe and England, well, y'all are able to travel. Like, we can travel a thousand miles in either direction. We're still in America. That's the problem. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> it's vast difference. Vast difference. It's There's a, between uh, Texas, the people of Texas. I went to Vermont one day. Or <laughs> went, It didn't take you a day, but you went there one I went day. to Vermont, and uh, that's where my brother-in-law lives. I was trying to learn how to wash windows. There's a technique. There is. Walk, wax on, wax on. <laughs> And uh, the people of Vermont, United States, are very interesting. I don't even know where yeah. that's at. It's northeast. I went to Baltimore once and got tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> you, you actually got tetanus? Oh, no. No, it's a joke. I, I went oh, to Baltimore one time not knowing that it was a. It's a interest. I am from a town that's no larger than 5,000 people. And so anytime I travel to a... More like three. It's probably like a thousand. Okay. So anytime I travel outside the rural Oklahoma stick-eating Bethlehem area, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, just oh, fas- I'm just fascinated by big cities. Like, I came to London. Jesus was my nearest dealer. <laughs> I, came to, I went to London once and just walked around for a week and was just enthralled by... The architecture, the people, and so I'm. I'm very. I'm easily entertained. But anytime I go yeah. to a big city, I'm. Are often, you not entertained? I'm not entertained by Baltimore. I get mm-hmm. very irritated by loud noises and people and vehicles, and that's all Baltimore was. And nobody could drive. Well, you're a country boy for a reason. My uh, Charday, literally like November of 2019. Her and Bubba of the podcast, and his wife and another uh, girl, they went to Lisbon, Portugal, which I all desperately right, yep. wanted to go to. They went to Rome, Italy, and then mm-hmm. traveled their way back across through England, London, Paris, France. They did all that stuff. They did that great big tour. It sounds lovely. Came it back would, without chlamydia. It, would, <laughs> it was. It would have. I was like, you realize you came back. You did that just in time because I. That may not happen in the near couple of years mm. future. 
Once we get a vaccine, we'll be all right. Yeah, if, if there's a vaccine, we'll be okay. If, but um, if yeah, yeah, it's good stuff though. Like I would love to go. I would love to go to Europe, but my wife and myself are deathly afraid of traveling. You are afraid of flying. This don't flying. blame it on your wife. Get a boat. You can't get on a boat. You can't handle a boat. You think? I could do a boat before a plane. A boat can sink. I can get on a lifeboat. A plane goes down. What am I gonna do? <laughs> She's got it. Is it? I wonder what the. Can you get on a, a commercial passenger airline with a parachute attached to you? No. <laughs> Why no. not? Because you can't depressurize the plane to jump out. Once it starts going down, it goes down. You can't get to the door. Exactly. You just said it. Once it goes down, I'm not getting on a passenger well, I, airplane. I am, I am pleased knowing that if I'm on a aircraft and it goes down, it's going to go down, and I'm not going to be horribly maimed. I'm just going to – it's yeah. going to be the end just of gonna, it. Gonna right? go. Whereas with a, go. with a boat, I risk the chance of being I stranded or being lost out in the ocean and either dying of dehydration yeah. or no, sharks. That, so, those sharks eating you and that stuff. That doesn't one happen of my favorite. Days. One of my favorite favorite books uh, was in the heart of the ocean i absolutely recommend everybody positively read in the heart of the ocean or in the heart of the sea uh it's about a uh it's the book it's that's the, the big diamond from titanic no it's the story based on moby dick oh it's of the ship isn't that, that moby dick <laughs> moby richard no well well so so oh uh oh the the, the story moby dick was based on yes yeah, story moby yes. dick was Is based it- on I think is it, it's not the one where everyone starts eating each other. Is it, it is the one where everyone starts eating each other. I've read that. I've read that. It is one of the worst movies ever. It's got the guy. It's got Thor in it. Chris Hemsworth. Yes, I hate that movie. They ruined the movie. I'll never forgive you, uh, Opie. Who's Opie? Ron Howard. Ron Howard. That was a terrible movie, Ron Howard. You know better. Uh, but in the heart of the sea is a awesome book, in the a heart true of the story. Sea. And uh, I just often, when I read that, I realized one, I could never eat another human being. I could never. I, I just not. I'm just gonna have to starve to death. And two, uh, me and you stranded in the Antarctic, I die. You no, don't have nothing else left. No. First do? off, you wouldn't die first because you have enough adipose tissue that you could live for like three months. I have no a year. I, I have I like a year. 0. 0.5% body fat. Oh, I have nothing but sinew and and, and You're cartilage. You're not muscle. No, I have no muscle. <laughs> That's why I have to have Enrique around to lift heavy things for me. Uh, don't worry, I can carry about 500 pounds. See, he's good for that. And so that's the point, is that I could never, I could not, yeah. So if I'm in a situation where I'm going to starve to death, I'm, I don't want to be there. I just want to crash and burn and do so effectively. That's why I take planes, not trains, not automobiles, not boats. Planes, they're the way to go. Well, even to the shops and stuff. Uh, yes, I have a private jet that takes me oh, to. Uh, do you have nice. Walmart? Do you have the Walmart? stories I heard about America are true? Yes, we <laughs> use that gas. That gas is below a dollar, below two dollars a yeah, long time. Yeah, you can just afford to get planes we everywhere. We are burning yeah. it up. Do y'all have Walmart over there in England? I didn't see one. Um, no, we got Asda, which is owned by Walmart. You have what? Which is, it's called Asda. Asda. We have those. Asda. They're but they're cars. The Mazda. <laughs> That's a Mazda. You. <laughs> Asda. Asda. He is an idiot. He called you an idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> idiot. You idiot. The catchphrase uh, of Dan Hughes, idiot. I'm not paying those prices. That's all he does is walk around Asda saying, I don't, uh, do you have a Target? No, don't have Target. I love the Target, though. I love a good Target. I don't like Walmart so much, but I love a good oh, Target. Target's amazing. Target. Yeah. You can buy all types of good stuff there. Gabby, do you have any more questions? <laughs> Are we reduced to talking about Walmart and Target? Dan, what kind of microphone do you use? Mm, the I use, the, I use a this. Blue Yeti. Oh, you're a Blue Yeti Those guy, too. Those are stupid. Richard was the... I don't even know what a Blue Yeti is. That's a condenser style, right? 
I don't know. I don't know. It's the one that most podcasters use, so I'd like to follow the trends. Well, it's a, I, we use it's Equate a, brand. <laughs> <laughs> we have to use the kind that don't pick up any noise other than what's directly in front of it, because my wife yeah. no, usually this, this, starts this, to vacuum. You can adjust this one, so it can it can pick up that bit, or it can pick up just a thread. It, it's got a little dial where you can choose oh, what it okay. picks up. Oh, that's pretty but the, re- nice. the reason most podcasters use them is because they they, they plug directly into your computer with a USB. That's yeah. Why well, I, see, I have the most rigged system in the world i have a mm. uh, yamaha 10 gmxu i've got like this i've got me enrique and sherry going all this i have a cord going out of the uh into the computer fed back into this and i can yeah. hear you and all kinds of crap it, it works. sounds like you've got kind of rigged that someone who doesn't know what they're doing have got exactly yes exactly yeah. but the but yet, sound it produces is amazing <laughs> but my voice are. sounds silky, silky smooth there's one thing it, i want to ask you about board games since this is a yes. board game podcast okay, let's, let's wrap this up let's let dan go to sleep what? stop messing with the eggs from wingspan i can mess with the eggs I've from wingspan wingspan. if i want I've to bought, bought wingspan my son really likes it That's well good. i've been playing with the eggs uh what is the best board game you've played here recently if you've even played board games here Let's recently, talk about Dan. board games for just a moment. <laughs> the best board games i played recently would be definitely be Glenmore 2. Really? Uh, See, Jerry, so, yeah. no, I no. never played it. Jerry boo-hooed it I after didn't boo-hooed BGG. It. I didn't boo-hoo it. I just said I played one round of it. I knew it wasn't for me, but I would like to actually play a round of it i mean play an actual game of it to see what my thoughts are on it i just knew it wasn't something i was going to buy uh what why do you like it i like the it's got a kind of is it a rondelle i don't i don't know what it is but it's got a track where you go around where you're picking up tiles and you can go as far as you want around this track but you can't go backwards and i like that i like the interaction of that um the fact that you can go and get a really good tile you want but then you don't get a go for ages everyone else is picking up tiles and stuff i don't know i'm i'm i like i'm I'm, I'm not a game reviewer, so so I don't know why I like it, but I like it. I enjoy yeah, it. I, I like the that's the my review. Art. Um, <laughs> I like playing the game. I like playing the game. I, I like building <laughs> that's something. The, that's as the well. in-depth analysis I also give to games. It's <laughs> a great review. Uh, never if, never if, claim to be a board game reviewer. If no. you're into if you're into something if you're into that and you want to try something else. Um, Devere Games makes a card game called D-E-V-I-R Devere. Uh, Lavinia. It's right. one it is a it's a grape kind of like a, the theme of like kind of viticulture where your workers are walking along this one path on, on each side there's various types of grapes and so the idea is you're both com- both workers are competing to produce the best types of grapes and that the vineyards overrun and so there's various types of grapes <laughs> overrun with grapes yeah they're mixed in so they're it's not there's no pinier <laughs> grillage or whatever they call it grigios man and uh, the other types of grapes this is why Merlot. as this podcast goes on merlot I love him. He helped King Arthur. Uh, he did. British, you know. He's British. great. Uh, that's the Red Wizard. Red, uh, Wizard Merlot. <laughs> Wizard Merlot. Uh, basically, you're hey. Wa- hey. Hey, King Arthur. <laughs> Do you like white wine? Uh, <laughs> as you're walking along this path, you can go forward, but you can't go back. You're having to manage picking grapes off the vine and putting them in, putting them in your basket, but you only have a certain amount of space to fulfill orders. It's a very light... Very, very that light game. Good. But it was actually interesting. I played it. Uh, it's it's one of the few games I've played here recently with my wife. And we thought it was, you know, my wife doesn't play board games. She's a non-gamer. And uh, she's just, you know, one of those people. Uh, but she 
thought it was interesting. And I myself, when I was playing it, thought this is a very light uh, use of this mechanic of you can you can go forward, you can't go back. There's certain powers that you can get when you get certain types of grapes and fulfilling orders. It's very interesting. But when I played Glenn Moore, that whole wrapping around Rondell thing, I, I, I'm not into Rondells, but I very much want to play Trajan. Um, yes, I've never played Trajan, but I, I feel it's something I should play because I should play it. Well, I, I don't really like Stefan Feld. I mean, I love, I, I like Castles of Burgundy enough, but I keep. Who hearing, doesn't? Yeah, everybody loves Castles of Burgundy, uh, yeah. but but Trajan has been like his magnum opus, is what everybody declares, and I just think that it. I just look at it and I'm just appalled by how ugly it looks, yeah. but at the same time, I'm at the point to where I don't necessarily need something bright and shiny. I need something that interacts well. And I yeah. think Trajan, are you talking about the podcast now, or are you talking about the game? Sorry, both of them, both <laughs> okay. of them. Right? Okay. Uh, so it's just one of those that I think is interesting. But uh, yeah, so you you like Glenmore too, huh? I do like Glenmore too. The most recent, but I'm, I've not been playing a great deal. I've been playing a lot of games with my daughter, but I've not been playing a lot of games with anyone else. I played a few ones online, but it never really. I don't really like it. I it hate, it's too fiddly. I hate. Playing I prefer. I prefer Glen Livet. I hate. <laughs> I hate playing games online. I, this this whole uh, tabletopia thing. I like yeah. board game arena. I like playing board game arena is good because it would like it kind of does it for you. you yeah, know? I like it doesn't playing, feel you feel it doesn't feel like playing a board game though to me. Yeah, whereas I, tabletopia does a little bit, but it's just faffy. I played um oh what was it? I think it was Django. What was it? Is Django Unchained? Unchained. We both no. made the same joke at the same time. Uh, exactly. I played something with Matt in the Pool a long time ago, and I can't remember what it's called, but that was good. <laughs> well, that's a good recommendation for you, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Teotihuacan is on Board Game Arena. Oh, don't mess with it. You played it? Don't mess with it. I didn't like it at all. Mm. Stone Age is on there. I love Stone Age. I love Jaipur. I tried playing uh, Rally Man, which was basically spinning out, saying uh, at the same time. Did you play with Brian? No, I played it with Super random Board people Sunday. that didn't that thought I knew how to play the game, and every time <laughs> I spun out, I would type very loudly in the chat box. I had the need for speed. And uh, Jerry does not understand that all caps is basically you're yelling at people. But I'm not yelling at people. I'm trying to get their attention via <laughs> large small caps. <laughs> That's not yelling at people. <laughs> Jambo, that's what I played. Jambo. Jambo, that's a great game. That's like it a, is a great isn't game. Isn't that a two-player game? Yeah, a Chaos a Cosmos two-player game along the lines but, um, of Jambo. I played that with Mike the other day, and that was fantastic. It's like I played it before uh, like, a long time ago. Uh, but, Target. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Target. So okay. That same lines, I believe. Well, Dan, I think we're yep. nearly out of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Jerry is I'm like three too. glasses in. His eyes are yep. glazing over. Yeah, it's time and for me to word slurring. Like, it's time for me to wrap it and up. Dan, tell people if they wanted to listen to you and they wanted to find you. I'll do like Richard Simpson. If they wanted to find you, where they would they go? You. Where would they find you? Um, well, I've just recently done an episode of Board Game Snobs, so you can listen to that. <laughs> I'm there. What is your home yeah. address? Uh, you can just 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 rewind this episode and listen to it again. That's what my recommendation would be. Do if I don't rewind, awful. just de- delete it, then re-download it. There you go. Um, uh, sporadically bored is where I usually am, um, and then you can find me also on the Dice Tower. I do some um, videos with Dan and Cora. Well, I am Dan. Uh, Dan and Cora videos on the Dice Tower, and then I've got an Order from Chaos. Is my second podcast. I really enjoy Order from Chaos. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it as well. I find myself not saying much because of the two being too funny, which is irritating. <laughs> but 
But other than the fact that they overshine uh, me. What out, do you bring me. to the uh, trifecta of Order from Chaos? I brought the original idea, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm clinging on to that with, for, for dear hope. Because I don't As think Mike I'm, says, you're the ideas man. I am the ideas man. I have lots of ideas. Uh, and then I've got another podcast called the the Midnight Movie Music Club. Nobody, nobody, so you, nobody if you want to be the sixteenth person to listen to that, then then then. <laughs> what then, you hear? Twenty listeners, <laughs> you're going to give away a prize. <laughs> I'm going to send you a box set of the first season of Father Ted. That's it. If you like soundtrack. Father Ted, you should try the. Have you tried the IT Crowd? Oh yes, I watched the IT Crowd. That's by oh. the same writer, and also Black Books is. I've never heard of writers. Black Books, but I'll have a look at uh, it. Your partner on the. Uh, Midnight musical one, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Well, where, where do you? How do you? How are y'all? How, how do, do you, you know find each other? these people? Dan? <laughs> you just drag them off the street. Just and drag off the street. Lee, I got face. an idea for a podcast. <laughs> Lee, Lee, and I have been podcasting together for over fifteen years. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. What was your first podcast? The first podcast was uh, Lee and Dan's Midnight Movie Club. Which is why we we call it the Midnight Movie Music Club, oh. um, which was about reviewing games from the eighties, games reviewing movies from the eighties and nineties. That was your first podcast. Yeah, yeah. About when was say, that? Fifteen years when ago. When was that on? Back is it, when is Dan it, had is hair. It, is it, <laughs> and they were sitting around yeah, talking about much. weird pretty science much. and how great it was. Yeah, we started that in like two thousand and. 15 or something like wow. 2005 rather I can't remember exactly when we started 2015 yeah. and podcast years is quite a long time weekend ago weekend at Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> we did do we did do weekend at Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins, we did all the all the classics. Oh, we, we 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 wanted to revisit our youth and so we Gremlins those, uh, or Gremlins 2 Gremlins both, 2 both baby both I heard Gremlins 2 opportunities better. Gremlins. What? You like Gremlins 2 better, did you say? No, I, I've heard Gremlins 2, but I have only recently watched Gremlins for the first time ever. Oh, it's a classic. It's Gremlins. But I heard Gremlins 2 is the better show. Uh, Dan, to close us uh, out. Um, depends what you're looking for. Dan's disagree. Okay. Dan, to close us out, rank them. Back to the Future. Back, Back to the, the Future. future um, Back to Future uh, What's the other ones I'm ranking? Back to the Future. Back to Future 2. Back to Future 3. Um, I would say... One, three, back to the Future first, Back to the Future's three, second, yes, yes. Back to the Future two, third. Yes, yes, you didn't yes, like yes. Back to the Future two? No, that wasn't. I, I said it was third. I didn't say it was. I didn't. I didn't put. But with the hoverboard, somebody's got to right. be last. It was a bit convoluted, wasn't it? A bit oh, convoluted. It is a bit convoluted. But the Western theme, I just didn't like. Yeah, no, well, three is definitely a better movie than two. You think so? Yes. Two two's a good TV episode. Anytime, it's a bridger. Anytime it's you a have, bridger. Anytime you have a character playing themselves as their children, a, a la the Clumps, I will Professor say that, that it was very problematic. Now, Clumps will be number Which one. one. Clumps, then Back to the Future 1, <laughs> Back to the Future 3, Back to the Future 2. Exactly. Okay. I'll get yeah. back All right. To well, you. Dan, we appreciate you coming on the show. Turn Enrique's mic on. Enrique wants to say Enrique, goodbye. Say Our goodbye. main interviewer. The Sleeveless Wonder. <laughs> Dan, it was a... It was very wonderful for you to come on. It was, it was very wonderful. It was wonderful for you to come on. I'm not sure how that. Yeah. That, that, thank you very much, Enrique. And do you know what? You you should you should take this podcast over. I'd take a leaf out of Mike right. Delisio's hey, book hey, no. and start murdering yeah. all your. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> he plays too much Call of Duty for you to be telling him all that He's stuff. Deal. We're scared of him. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. We appreciate uh, Dan Hughes. I, yes, I apologize for being, to, for being to on. Uh, I'm Gabby, Jerry, huh? and Enrique.
Algo extraño hay en tus ojos que no me puedo explicar. Quisiera saber lo que es para dejar de dudar. Veo en ellos la ilusión, veo en ellos algo raro. Y no puedo divisar aquel amor que tanto he soñado. Con tu triste mirar, tú me dices tantas cosas que no quisiera pensar que eres una caprichosa. Tengo miedo que sea un capricho que lleves en tu corazón porque ayer alguien me dijo que un cobarde despreció tu amor tengo miedo que sea un capricho que me haya dicho que sí para olvidar de aquel cariño que tanto te hizo sufrir no quiero ser víctima de un desengaño no quiero ser un juguete para ti Porque muchas veces con lo que más soñamos Viene a ser lo más odiado y no quiero eso de ti Por eso quiero hablarte y decirte lo que siento Y me digas lo que sientes, será mucho mejor Si me dices que es mentira, que si me estás queriendo con todita mi alma te entregaré mi amor Tengo miedo que sea un capricho Que lleves en tu corazón Porque ayer alguien me dijo Que un cobarde despreció tu amor tengo miedo que sea un capricho que me haya dicho que sí para olvidarte de aquel cariño que tanto te hizo sufrir, que tanto te hizo sufrir, que tanto eso sufrir. Desde ya.